five, four, three, two, one. Mr. Sadman, a dream, make him the cutest I've ever seen. Give him two lips like roses in colder, and tell him that his only eyes are Merry Christmas, Meredith. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. And uh, oh, that's what we should. Oh, let's start again and do Happy New Year, okay? Okay. <laughs> okay. Five, Five four, four, three, two, two one. one. Happy, Happy New Year. Year. Oh, of wow. course. That obviously that's what we should. That have makes done. way more sense. <laughs> Mine was relevant to the episode, but I mean, <laughs> oh, that makes yeah. so much more sense for yeah. Oh, now this is embarrassing. I just realized you were singing. Right. Okay. Mr. Sandman is not a Christmas song. <laughs> I always think no. that. I always think it is because when I was in school, we had to sing a version of it with the lyrics, Mr. Santa. <gasps> fun. Mr. Santa, bring me a dream. Yeah, I can't That's remember. That's really fun. I can't remember most of the lyrics, but I remember that it was chosen by our PE teacher, Mr. McFadden, who I did not like. Shout out to him. And um, he... Uh, I think in retrospect, um, I just didn't understand him because I was too literal of a child and he was very jokey. Everyone else really, really liked him. Oh. Um, but one of, I remember he chose that song for some reason and I overheard the music teacher and another teacher complaining about it because the lyrics were gross and they didn't like it. Because <laughs> it was like, um, it was like a song about a child being like, oh, I've been so good this year. You should bring me a nice present. And one of the things that that you say to kind of evidence that is... Um, I use tissues, not my sleeve, to blow my nosy. And the teachers were just like, oh, so gross. Like, why did he pick this song? <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. That's funny. <laughs> it is funny. And anyway. speaking of gross. Speaking of gross. Season four, episode 13. <laughs> Waking moments. Waking moments. Um, Harry and Seven are in the Jeffrey's tube. Tuvok is woken from bed. Janeway is skulking around looking for Neelix. And Tom is in a shuttle. The yeah. gang is about. <laughs> they are. They sure are. And Seven and, and Harry get really get really close. And she pushes them up against a wall and kisses. And I'm like, is this a Liz Clank episode? <laughs> Resistance is futile. Whoa. <laughs> Tom is doing bad. Yeah, things are going shuttle. bad for Tom. <laughs> Janeway is spooked by all the ghosts in the mess hall. And Tuvok is naked on the bridge, which they all laugh at, which is weird because, yeah. like, you wouldn't... he's a handsome man. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I do. Also, you'd be like, this is bad. Oh, yeah, no. <laughs> you'd be like, this is a space madness. <laughs> yeah. We have to quarantine Tuvok. No, you'd be terrified. Yeah, no, you'd be so worried. Um, yeah, no. And they're all giggling at him yeah. when he's naked. <laughs> I love that he, like, the the way that his perspective is, is shown in that scene with, like, he, he kind of looks at individual people. And when he looks at Bellana and she's just like, ha, ha, ha. like, oh, my God. This is hilarious. I love the idea that Tuvok's nightmare is just a naked dream. <laughs> it's, yeah, truly, like, truly, like, everyone on the first day of school. Yeah. If Janeway's like Janeway's nightmare is everyone died because of her. Tom's nightmare nightmare is he's about to die in a shuttle accident. 
Tuvok's nightmare is he's is naked. having to kiss Harry. No! <laughs> Harry's is being cuckolded yet again by a spooky alien. <laughs> That's, I, it didn't, it didn't occur to me that Harry and Seven might be sharing a dream. That's very funny. <laughs> I don't think they are, but, um, you never know. We never know. Um, they all they all see a spooky alien and wake up, yeah. and then it's the intro. Are you ready? Uh, yes, ladies, you can have it all. Moderna in the morning and man in the afternoon. <laughs> <laughs> and Sam, Sam, wake up, Sam. <gasps> I'm Cat Deerfield, <laughs> and this is. Talking about Star Trek Voyager, it's Cat and it's Sam. They are two friends. Women, women talking about Star Trek Voyager. It's time that we start the show. Ugh, oh, what a joy. Um, opening tangent. I went on a second date with that boy. Yay. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Am I serious about this man? No, we've been on two dates, but I'm really mining it for content. <laughs> you know, just to give the the reader something to like aspire to. <laughs> the reader. So uh, I got, so on Tuesday morning or whatever, Tuesday, I got up at 5.45 to get to the mass facts and down the bay wow for, you cut it fine <laughs> for six well it was six twenty. okay i you were driving you were driving okay yeah yeah i i truly i got i left my house because i was like really debating whether i should cycle or drive and i have never been happier to single-handedly be destroying the environment <laughs> with my driving i was but worried I, about you trying to cycle <laughs> Oh my god, it was like fine on the way down there And then it was like truly monsoon rain on the way back Oh yeah And it was yeah. like 6am, so the sun wasn't even up Yeah, And it was yeah. freezing cold And I was like, this is horrible This is yeah. truly The curse of this island is that <laughs> When is sunrise? It's much later than you think every year um, So I'm like, in my dumb little car I get to the massive accent I go, she goes in There's like I'm just sort of, sort of like there's no there's no outside cue or inside cue. I just go and sit down and then I do it and then I get my boosty and then she's out and then she goes home and then I was I had a little had a little lunch date with that boy. Had a little, had a lunch date in that boy. <laughs> had a lunch date in that boy. He made me made me food. <laughs> Thrilling. I don't think I have anything exciting to say about it, but there was mimosas. So mimosas. Romance was had. <laughs> I, you're you're doing a lot to your hair, and I'm I'm well, sorry I, that the that the listeners I didn't won't like see. set it this I didn't set it this week because I'm just sort of like living living that natural life, so I'm trying to like back comb it with my little paws, <laughs> like get some volume. I'm really hoping to show up to this wedding today in an absolute fucking state. Like <laughs> it's gonna be raining. I'm gonna be like I made it. Now let me play Christina Perry's a thousand years on repeat for three times 
Anyway, what's your opening tangent? Do you have anything? Um, I also Two boosted sisters. Are we yeah. both Moderna girls now? We're both Moderna girls now. I did Moderna I Moderna girls because we are living in a Moderna just, world. Just a small note: every time you adjust your right earbud, I lose your audio completely. Oh, uh, what if I told you secrets? I'm like a little. <laughs> I'm like a little little like. What about now? What about now? No, your left earbud doesn't affect it. It's just your right earbud. Wow. When you adjust your right earbud, I, I lose your audio. But Dear uh, sweet listeners, I have a new... Oh, oh, my timer's gone off. I have a new um, I have a new phone, so we're no longer season one. And it doesn't have the little hole for the, for the microphone, yeah. for the headphones. So... <laughs> um, yeah, I can see you clearly. Uh, I can hear you less clearly than usual. <laughs> Interesting. Also, my How do headphones. I change that. Both both of my headphones are broken. Uh, anyway. Oh, hello. What's going? What What is? Oh God! Oh God! What is happening? You've just mirrored is... your screen. Oh well, I can turn it black and white, so you think I'm. So you think I'm artsy? What is going? Oh, I really shouldn't play. Oh no! Go back to normal. Go back to normal. Okay. 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 How do I? How do I get? How do I get out of this? I just wanted not to have the. I don't. I don't know how to do this. I don't know how to do anything. Anyway. 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 Um. Yeah. I've also. I've also had my booster jab. I did cycle. Uh. But it was in the middle of the day. And also, I don't have a car, so... Must that... have been nice. <laughs> no, I, I just... I think if I'd had an appointment as early as you did, I probably would have taken a taxi, to be honest. Oh. I don't think I would have trusted myself to cycle. I'm a much less confident cyclist than you are as well. But anyway, yeah, I cycled down there. It was raining a lot. Um, it was uh, fine, though, because then I just came home after. Fascinating story. Um, I wore my... You didn't have romance. I didn't have romance, no. I did teach uh, the man who gave me my job what a what Hala is, though, because I was wearing a t-shirt that said, Happy Holidays. And he was like, Happy Chala Days? What's that? And you were like, it's bread. Have you heard of it? <laughs> I literally said, it's a kind of bread. <laughs> I was thinking, what, what a dumb way of answering that question. But he said, I mean, it answers the question. He He's said, be like, a kind of bread? <laughs> Yeah, that's that's what I came up with. Anyway, I mean, you're not wrong. No, I am not wrong. To be fair, I he was like a kind of bread, and I said, uh, yeah, it's a kind of bread that Jewish people eat on special occasions. And he said, he said, oh, I didn't know that. Well, you learn something new every day, and at the end of the week, you'll have an essay. It's <laughs> like I've never heard that. <laughs> what a strange essay that would be. Tuesday, challah. Um, Meredith, the the hard cut that you just heard was me like having a strange cough explosion when I tried to laugh at what Sam said. <laughs> wow, I said something so funny it caused illness. <laughs> Wouldn't be the first time. Wouldn't be the first time. Um. Oh yeah, we we're doing a podcast episode. We we're are. Belana confronts Tom about not meeting for breakfast. Not not me. Not me. <laughs> <laughs> And Tom looks hot in this scene. He's like a chunky boy with a thick neck. Um, <laughs> and they're going to like go skiing or something. Okay, your perfect 
hol- holodeck vacation date. It's one to four hours of activity. What do you do? Oh, um, uh, ooh, um, maybe go, yeah, maybe go to the beach, but no water skiing like they're talking beach, about. I just, I just want to be in wave. the water. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, they say what they're going to say. They say what they're going to say. What would I do? Oh, I do. Oh, probably the Veil Pass. If you ever go oh. to Colorado, there is something called the Veil Pass, which goes from Vail down all the way to Lake Dillon. And it is 30, like 30 miles of just downhill bike path. Oh, fun. And you don't have to pedal for any of it. <laughs> it's a real fun afternoon. That sounds fun. That yeah. sounds really fun, actually. A good afternoon. A lazy sport. How do you, you know? get back? <laughs> What? How do you get back? Well, usually we stay down in like Keystone, and so like somebody with the with the big car will <laughs> take us all the way up to Vale, and then we will cycle all the way down. Nice. Okay. And home from there. Lovely. It's a very it's a very Americanized way of yeah. doing an active like a sport. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Um, anyway, in the mess fun. hall, mm-hmm. there is coffee, coffee talk, coffee, um, coffee, coffee, um, coffee, coffee, coffee. Tom doesn't like his coffee because it's cooking oil, a steaming cup of cooking oil, which is like danger. Yeah, that's actually, that's a good point. How did he not terribly burn himself? Oh, I guess well. it was like, I guess it was like cool, but not hot. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Gross. What's your favorite kind of cooking oil? Oh, um, I I don't know if I have a favorite kind of cooking oil because I'm not very satisfied with what I use, but I um, haven't bothered to. I think I should switch to peanut oil or gra- or groundnut oil because um, I use uh, rapeseed oil and it is it just it smells bad when you cook with it. It just smells bad. Um, and I've I've heard that peanut oil doesn't have the same like frying smell. What's your favorite kind of cooking oil? My favorite kind of cooking oil is a sesame seed oil, obviously. Oh. oh. I love it. It makes me feel very bougie. Um, <laughs> or a just an extra virgin olive oil. Yeah. Just, yeah. I love a good flavorful oil. I do use a lot of olive oil. I don't know why I interpreted cooking oil to mean frying oil, but I did. Well, I mean... <laughs> Here we are. Anyway. Here we are. <laughs> everyone is late for work on the bridge. Again, Voyager is a sitcom based in space. Yes, it is. Um, yes, it is. <laughs> and Chakotay had a deer hunter dream. Um, yes. And they they both describe a vicious looking alien and they've all had dreams and they talk about their dreams and Harry is asleep and Tuvok and Janeway for some reason are like, let's go get him. Yeah. <laughs> Because it, it must be a fucking slow week on yes, Voyager. Yes, seriously. They're like, let's just go get, let's just go wake him up. Everybody's just... late to work and nobody seems to particularly care. And then they're like, oh, somebody hasn't shown up. Let's. It's, a, it's another great week at Dunder Mifflin in space. Tuvok doesn't want to tell Janeway about his dream. Uh, that scene really cracked me up when they're in the turbo lift on the way to Harry's. Tuvok is just like. I don't want to tell you about my dream. Janeway just keeps asking probing questions. But her hair is very voluminous. Her hair is very voluminous. And she's doing a side part 
um, she have is. at us, Gen Z. <laughs> I will say, you have to, in order to do a side part, you have to have the volume. Because mm. as I previously watched Ugly Betty, she moves from having bangs to having a side part. But her hair is like not like blown out. So she just looks like she has a comb over. <laughs> That starts like on the side and oh, it just no. sort of like flat against her. It's it's not it's not and it doesn't like swoop. It doesn't like do like mm. a like a full swoop. It just goes Yeah. Um anyway, anyway. Um Gen Z, they're right about things. Um Harry is fast asleep and they take him to Sickbay and everyone is sleeping well. Ugh, if only. If only. Um, Couldn't be me. Co- color me jealous. <laughs> no sleep. Club, another club. This is what the doctor suggests. Another club, bus, train, no sleep. He's like, well, you can't go to sleep. Can't go to sleep. They try and police sketch the alien that they've all seen in yeah. their dreams. Oh, <laughs> That's him, officer. Be... That's the dream that attacked me. Um, Chakoti brings up lucid dreaming, which did we once have a conversation where you were like, I can tell I'm lucid dreaming when there is a yellow balloon. N- no. <laughs> oh, who is that then? Not me. Listen, Not me. R- readers, listeners, please, please uh, let us <laughs> let us know who I am fucking thinking of. <laughs> uh, no, that's not me. I feel like maybe we have had a conversation about lucid dreams, though. But I think maybe has it has it come up on Voyager before? Am I crazy? No, it's come up in our lives before. Okay. Well, not a yellow balloon, I'm afraid. Did you not train yourself to lucid dream? No. Who was this then? <laughs> I don't know. Somebody else. <laughs> there are so many people in my life who tell me about their dreams. I get I ha- confused and bored. I have had lucid dreams. Um, not. What have you been doing? Um, nothing particularly interesting, I've got to be honest. But, Putting um... on clothes and going to the first day of school. <laughs> I wish I could. I know that I've had a couple of lucid dreams where I've like decided to go swimming in some sort of natural body of water that's that's happened at least a couple of times um interesting call back to what i would do on the holodeck i guess but yeah no i i just it used to be relatively common that i would realize i was dreaming and then be able to control the dream but my dreams are on the whole incredibly boring oh like, yeah constantly last, my god last night i had a dream that i was in america for some reason and i was I, I ran into two people, one person I knew from high school who isn't a real person and one person who is a YouTuber. And then I was like, I've got to go to Target, guys. I'll see you later. And then I went to Target. I mean, what? Like, why? What did you get in Target, though? Uh, actually, that's a good question. I don't remember. I don't remember. But yeah, well, like, I, just the like... The blood of a virgin. I, it's and... just... <laughs> yeah. But no, my dreams a really... replica of the Hubble telescope. Uh, perfect. That's what I'm always in the market for. I, my dreams really couldn't be any less boring. Any more boring. What? More boring. Oh my God. They could be. They could be. You could have... You could be on a date with a with a, with a man. <laughs> um, ah, have you ever anyway, had a dream, Sam? Absolutely not. But Chakotay knows when he's dreaming when he sees <laughs> yep. the moon. The moon. He sees the moon. And then he taps the back of his hand three times. Yep. One, two, three. And then he wakes up. Anyway, in sickbay, here they go. Chakotay is sleep. Um, and he's deer hunting on Voyager. So now they have Lyme disease on Voyager. Um <laughs> They're like obsessed, but um, 
obsessed but for this episode they had a oh i'm obsessed that for this episode they had a fucking deer running around the voyager set (laughs) which are famously the worst animals to work with because they do not follow instructions (laughs) famously Famously? Of all the, of all that, they talked about this on um, Double Threat because they did, because um, they had like some episode of TV where they had a deer, and so Tom Sharpling is like, yeah, there was a deer, but the the animal controller was like, there's literally nothing we can do with this deer. They don't follow instructions. You just sort of have to hope you can get the shot. Oh wow! So the idea that they were like, this deer is gonna run around Voyager for for. A full day. Wow. We're going to try and get as much as we can. Like, incredible. That is wild. the deer becomes a man and uh, tries to fight Chakotay. Um, And it's the nightmare alien. They're sleep spices and they're like, let's go. Oh, oh, (laughs) the alien is like, um, is like, hi, uh, you want, get out of our space. I'm a sleep person and you're an awake person. Get out of here. Yeah. Um, he and kind so of, he's like, there's he gives, a moon. Yeah. Sorry, sorry. sorry. Guess, you probably have this more in detail. No, no, it's just that there's just just, just too much of a delay. I've had my brain and guts rearranged since watching this. <laughs> I'm um, gross. I'm truly... We're both wearing stripes today. Have that's, you noticed We this? are. We are. Stripe sisters, wow. That's that's the that's the, the microchip acting. acting. <laughs> yes, Stripe we are both. sisters. <laughs> Incredible. Um, yes, he gives Chakotay instructions to be like, get out of our space. Yeah, it's kind of a, this is why I'm a villain speech. Um, Truly. Yeah. Like the Princess Switch 3, we do learn his origin story. <laughs> I still haven't watched that. I think possibly I'm not feeling festive enough anymore to watch The that season's movie. gone. The season's gone, yeah. It's honestly, the Princess Switch 3, which in a shocking twist is the origin story of the evil one from the second one, <laughs> That's mixed wild. also with... A heist movie? <laughs> Nobody saw that coming, but no. they do a full heist in it. Amazing. The Princess Witch 3 is an incredible movie. Anyway, on the bridge, um, we have questions or something. Um, sometimes first contact is last contact. And Harry wakes up. Have you ever slept for 14 hours? Pro- probably. Have you? Seven, 17. 17. 17. I no, 17 I hours. So. no, I don't think um, so. Not me. Not me. Um, Harry has to live with his weird sex dreams about seven <laughs> and getting cuckolded by the alien. So in the mess hall, they're all talking about their dreams. And I think Bolana is like, who was she, Harry? Um, the idea <laughs> yeah. that seven and Harry is like a thing is like really kind of sad. Um, sad in what way? It's kind of like, what's going like, what? <clears throat> That's not that's not who we want to see. No. That's not who we the audience deserve to see. No. I yeah, I think that that's probably coming from like the um the Harry as uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, maybe. I no, I was just going to say it's it's kind of, I think it's coming from Harry as cipher for the audience, which is something we we used uh-huh. to talk about very early in the podcast, but 
Um, I think that Harry I thought Tom was cipher for the audience. Well, yeah, I think that it. I think they started out with Harry as the cipher for the audience, and I th- I don't think that that was necessarily carried through. But I, I'm <clears throat> sorry, I'm really hoarse today. Um, nay, uh, <laughs> yeah, um, no, I think in the first episode it was a bit like. Harry was sort of the person that they were following a little bit because he's like he's kind of new and he's sort of junior to everyone and um, I think we've lost that a little bit but I think it makes sense now to be like because I think that the audience is um, supposed to feel a certain type of way about Seven and I think putting Harry in this position is probably in response to that but I don't know I don't know I'm not a TV writer we could be though we We could could be. be anyway uh, they get zapped or whatever, and they lose power. And this guy hails them, and is and I'm like, is this man hot now? Anyway, um, <laughs> this is another episode where the ship gets hijacked, and everyone ends up in Cargo Bay Two, as per usual. And Seven starts starts um, trying to fight with, uh, starts to do a distraction where she starts to fight with Harry. Um, and the acting line for this week is. Ensign Kim, it is your fault we have been captured. Are you ready? We'll do it at the same time, but with different motives. Are you ready? Okay. Three, two, one. Ensign Kim, it is your fault we have been captured. <laughs> We're supposed to do it at the same time. What? Oh. We're so, our acting challenges are just designed to confuse the audience more than anything else. <laughs> Okay. Like we're just I'm saying things at the same. Like this, uh, we'll do. Do you want to do it again? You want to do it again? That's sure. why I did a countdown. Okay. At the same time, but with different motives. Okay. Okay. Well, we're, what's your motive? Really... My my motive. She's you know, she's like been like you know dogging. <laughs> 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 okay. Are you, what's your motive? What's your motive? Um. Um. She's at the supermarket and she's been like cuffed for shoplifting <laughs> yeah okay 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 three two one and kim, kim it is your it fault is your fault that we've i don't know what captured. i i'm sorry i i do not remember doing this at the same time as you in the past have we been doing no that? i'm really trying to oh like i really try yeah, to okay. sabotage that this was, podcast as i can't possible. do that <laughs> i can't anyway. talk while you're talking you have to take off the take off your earpods. Oh, I should have done go. that. Yeah. Um, realizes it's a dream because he sees the moon. The moon. He sees the moon, and it opened up his dream. He saw the moon. <laughs> oh, I was gonna start this episode with a fucking drain dim, didn't I? <laughs> Gross. Everyone is asleep. I didn't even been... understand what you just said. I said I fucking drained him, didn't I? Ah! Disgusting. <laughs> Disgusting. Anyway. <laughs> they've been oh asleep God. for 39 hours, which nobody needed to get up and pee. So I don't yeah, know. Yeah, how'd that happen? This... <laughs> how'd that get in there? Um, <laughs> and they're, they're all having the same dream and they're like, oh, they're waking species or whatever. Um, let sleeping aliens lie or whatever. Uh, repeated requests for a larger sick bay. I, I just have like little little notes. How do you how do you sleep? I don't I don't know. <laughs> anyway, um, 
they're they're like they've got to be sleeping somewhere let's find these aliens and wake them up yeah um back in the dream the gang seems to find the idea of being in one dream like a bridge too far they're truly like remember when the captain and tom got turned into like little (laughs) sea slugs that we could believe but all of us in one dream i don't know little Um, sea slugs (laughs) little sea slugs huge lizards (laughs) Um, it gets a little bit I'd like to buy the world a Coke when they're like collective unconsciousness. <laughs> it really does. It really does. It really Thank does. you. Thank you. Um, yeah, it's amazing that none of them had to get up to pee. Like, yeah. incredible. Incredible. Um, in engineering, they, uh, in the dream in engineering, they do, they try and like get, get everything back online. And then there's a warp core breach and they're like, we gotta go. And Janeway is like, absolutely not. Let's, yeah. I'm gonna, let's just, just see how this one pans out. Um, and she's like, she's fine. She's like, we're still dreaming. Um, on the bridge, they tap the backs of their hands and wakes up and Chakotay, oh, on the bridge, Chakotay is like, everyone's everyone's waking up this is great and then he sees the moon <laughs> and he's like i'm in a dream and then he wakes up and he's like whoa and i'm like what a nap um and then chakotay goes down to the planet uh truly this dream world of theirs is a nightmare hey. um what are your notes like for this i feel like I'm, I, my notes really so fell apart toward the end i got i i yeah i have to it's, I think I just get frustrated with plots like this, and I took really a lot of things happening. Yeah, I took really intensive notes at first, and then I think because of the, it's not fair for me to complain about this because I don't think it was an as overused of a device at this time as it is now. But the whole like we're still in the dream thing, I I just oh, kind of yeah. zone out. The I just inception zone out. of it all. The inception of it all. We have a cat with the, us. I apologize for any interruption. The prestige of it all. Anyway, um you're a species that exists completely in the subconscious. Why are you still obeying the laws of physics? Boo. <laughs> That's a really good point actually. Like come on. Anyway, yeah, they could be um, a lot more interesting. Anyway, he, uh, Chakotay decides he's gonna, he's gonna, like, phase, he tries to phasers our magic, the big transmission box thing, and that doesn't work. And, um, (laughs) and then he decides, um, Chakotay is gonna drug an an alien. That's what, he's gonna do truly a very unethical thing of drugging an unconscious alien to wake it up. Um, and then Chakotay falls asleep. He, like, threatens the alien. No, he falls asleep. Oh, wait, no. At the beginning of this little skit, he's like, if I'm not back, bomb the planet. Like, give me five minutes, bomb the planet. And then Chakotay falls asleep. He, like, wakes up in Cargo Bay 2 and is like, I'm gonna, I'm everything's gonna blow up. You let us go. And then it's all fine. Anyway, in the mess hall, Tom and Harry have been playing hoverball. And Neelix comes in and they decide it's time for breakfast. Because none of them can sleep. Because they all slept for a very long time. End of episode. Sorry. I'm having a little trouble with the cat over here. But I was listening to you. A uh, little, a little trouble, quote unquote. Sure, sure. She's getting sure. tangled up in all of the cables. I just can't <laughs> help it. She's just <laughs> okay, baby. Okay. Um, a right. lot is happening oh. here. <gasps> Fenella has attacked cat. She's bleeding she... everywhere. <laughs> no, she... 
She did attack me, but I am not bleeding. She's she's um she's uh <laughs> she's made Pat some threatening gestures. Has been taken gestures. into the collective unconsciousness, just like the Matrix. She snapped at my hand and then she bit my jumper. Um, she's <gasps> she's having a bad Violent. week. Oh, well, she's in a very bad all? mood, except uh, for me. You're having a you're having a good week. That's good to hear. I'm just a, a woman trying to get it all done during the holidays. You know? <laughs> and you're I'm doing, doing a, a great wedding. job. You're doing a wedding today. I'm doing I have a wedding. I'm doing this podcast. I had a romantic date. I did my booster. I'm like going to a New Year's thing. Great, like, great stuff. It's a, it's a great time for me. Good, great. <laughs> I, I'm just a, I'm just a busy woman trying to get it all in before I have to self isolate before my show. <laughs> of course. Well, should we? Are you? Do you have anything before we um, get into segments? No. Yeah. Let's do some segments. But let's start with spotted in the kitchen. Okay. I might do a laddie flow. Oh, okay. Do should, should we take a break? Yeah. Let me. I'll I'll be back in like thirty seconds. Fifteen seconds. You want me to bring all my stuff down? I could do it right here. I really don't want to watch you take no, a lateral okay. flow. <laughs> hold on. Hold on. I'll be back in like a minute and a half. There. There's. Okay. Okay. Are you ready? I am ready. Bye. Go. It takes me like 15 minutes to do a lateral flow. I don't, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see how this works out. But it is going to give me the opportunity to look up what a Buddha's hand is actually called. It, it appears that that's what it's called. Okay. <laughs> I, I assumed... Yeah, okay, that's what it's called. Well, I'm really not sure why we're taking a break right now. Probably only got like five to ten minutes left of content. <laughs> uh, just looking at the Wikipedia's pa Wikipedia page. <clears throat> I'm just looking at the Wikipedia page for Buddha's hand, and um, the captions on the images are funny. Semi-fingered and closed. Closed fingers. Side view. A fingered citron. Huge fruit breaking bearing twig. Am I even saying citron right? Is it citron? Citron? Citron. There's no pronunciation on Wikipedia. Ooh, it's a um, species of least concern is the citron. Citron. I'm going to cut all this out. I don't know why I'm even bothering. Fingered citron. Yeah. Okay. Well, there's a, <laughs> there's a type of citron called the Diamante citron. Oh, there's a place called Diamante. It's named after that. I didn't know that. It's in Italy. It has a chili pepper festival. Okay, I did it. Oh, that was very fast. And I'm gonna put it down. That was very fast. Thank you. Well, I mean, you just have to stab yourself a bunch of times and then do it. Okay. It makes me sneeze a bunch when I do the nose part. Um, oh. And did you I know people weren't doing the nose part. 
Were people just doing the throat? I, I was... People I, were either oaring it. Yeah, I don't understand why it didn't. Does it say either oaring? No, no, it doesn't. It says if you can't do the tonsils that you can do two nostrils, but um, they're now saying that's not a good idea. But I think some people actually can't do their... Some people don't have tonsils. You can just do the area your tonsils would be in if you don't have them. Oh. Uh, <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, I assumed everyone sneezed uh, when they did the nose part, but, uh, by Rob was like, (laughs) Rob heard me sneeze like eight times in a row. And then I was like, oh, you know how it makes you sneeze a bunch of times? And he was just like, no, (laughs) no, I don't know that. So I guess it's just me. Um, I guess it is. I guess it is. Right. Spotted in the kitchen. (sighs) Yes. Uh, I was excited this week because Should there's... Should we do a big clap or something? Or... Um, no, I'll, I'll listen to it. It's fine. Uh, okay. <laughs> sure, sure. Let's do a clap. Some ginger root spray-painted golden, carrots glued to potatoes, plums and figs and jackfruit to a bone china cup with a rose. Let's all chat, say, hey, what's that? It's spotted in the kitchen with Pat. Spotted in the kitchen. I was excited this week because there was a, a bowl full of Buddha's hands, which, um, yeah, they, they're it's a it's a type of citrus fruit that has fingers, and there was a whole bowl Ooh. full of them, and I was like, oh, <laughs> they really went they really went all out this week with like unusual to people in the West fruit. <laughs> They went to the farmer's market. They went to the farmer's market. Um, there was also a bowl of green things. Uh, I think it might have been bitter melon again, but I'm not sure. It was too small. Um, but at one point, Chakotay picks one up and then puts it back, which I thought was rude in a communal space. <laughs> There's a bowl of red things. There's a bowl of what looks like yellow beans. Not really sure. And then, as usual, there are lots of hanging strings of I am dried peppers. It up. I'm like, I'm like ooh. <laughs> Tentacly. Yeah, they look fun, don't they? I've never had one. That's fun. Right, so that's spotted in the kitchen. Wigs? Wigs! Wigs! Um, these aliens. These aliens. They did at least four. Yeah, or they two. did. They did at least two. They did at least two. <laughs> no, I shot think... around them. Yeah, I think that they, I think they did at least three, because one, the one that was in it the most looked distinct from the two that we saw together, but. Sure. Um, maybe I'm wrong about that, but um, also, this episode marks the first appearance of Bellana's coat, Bellana's engineering coat, uh, which was introduced to conceal Roxanne Dawson's pregnancy. Oh. Uh, which is exactly what they did to conceal Gates McFadden's pregnancy, maybe more than one pregnancy, in TNG. But it was sort of less obvious in TNG because um, because Beverly Crusher wore a doctor's coat fairly often anyway. Uh, there's no such thing as an engineering coat. <laughs> they just decided they just decided that she was gonna be wearing a jacket with like a like a protractor in the top pocket. <laughs> I'm gonna have to look this up because I did not notice this at all oh well I'm delighted to hear that because I always thought it was like jarringly obvious but if it isn't and it's just me being pedantic and detail orientated in an annoying way then then all all the better hold on I'm looking it up I'm looking (laughs) it up um it's not gonna oh anyway what a what an interesting can I tell you the story of my mother's holiday penny? 
Yes. <laughs> okay. So this is something my dad is obsessed with, um, which I think is, is really funny because it really winds up my mother. But in the 90s, for good Christian women in the South, there was oh, no. this tradition of having these like vest tops, like like vest, like waistcoat vest, holiday pennies that you would put little patches and pins on and they would have these big pockets, you know, for all of your holiday essentials, your ribbons, your your scissors, your your uh, yeah. sticky tape or whatever. Um, my father is obsessed that my with the idea that my mother had one of these holiday pennies. Um, there is absolutely no evidence. I do recall her having something vaguely, <laughs> vaguely of that description. But he brings it up constantly that she had a holiday penny. This is very recent as well. Only in the last couple of years, he's been like, you got to wear your holiday penny. Uh, it's like been lost to the annals of time and then has been re-resurrected um, without, without any evidence. Um, yeah, so, uh, so that's, been, that's been a constant in my life. But did you have holiday pennies? Or no. is that... Nothing like that would have ever been on any member of my family, but um, I I kind of love that genre of clothing, the like 80s, 90s, like overly decorated novelty waistcoat. Yes. And every year I, <laughs> probably more than once a year, I debate buying a vintage one that is Halloween themed because I, but I just can't quite decide if I can actually pull that off. <laughs> I think you can. Yeah. Sure. I mean, sure. Yeah. But, um, but why? But what for? I, I just, I love it. I think it's, okay. um, I think it's kitsch. <laughs> You're like, this is the look I need to adapt. <laughs> or like a cat one. But I just feel like ironic cat designs are too in fashion. And so like vintage stuff with cats on it is too expensive. But um, mm. I just wish that I had been interested in these things in the 90s when like thrift stores were full of this kind of stuff. <laughs> oh, God. I used to go to the thrift store so much and I just like... The, yeah, there's just sometimes I have real like visceral regret about not buying like um, airbrush T-shirts with animals on them and stuff like that. That was just like everywhere when I was a teenager because no one wanted to wear it because it was so uncool. And uh, and how much I would love to have every T-shirt that I had as a child that had a cat on it now. It's just like uh and airbrushing think, on t-shirts wasn't so much of a thing in this country as well. So I just think that there's like an undersaturation of vintage clothing with airbrush designs on it here. But anyway, I yeah. could go on, but I won't. Did you, so I take it you wouldn't, you wouldn't want your own holiday penny. Well, I think it was for like arts and crafts with the kids. I think it was like the I the idea behind it. Yeah, like, that oh, is Oh, you're wild. cooking. You should put on your holiday penny. Also, I made a full Christmas dinner with my mother oh um, yeah chaos like yeah. true chaos um it is maybe the worst combination of foods like <laughs> they just like all have such stupid cooking times yes. like you can't just yeah. put them all in at the same time no. 
And like I put My mom was like Obsessed with Putting everything Into one tray She was like Okay I have this Giant foil tray For this relatively Small turkey (laughs) We're gonna put Everything on there And I was like Oh interesting Okay I have a dishwasher And there's only Three of us here Um (laughs) But we put the like potatoes on to the to the tray, and they did not cook at all. But they were like parboiled, so they weren't like terrible. But it was oh, just like good. these are these are bad. This has all turned out bad. You have to like put everything in at different times. So labor intensive for yeah. so little flavor and reward. Yes, yes. But I did grow my own parsnips this year. Oh, that's exciting! Well which done. Which were fantastic. <laughs> so I got I got to do that again. Oh, that's great. I'm so far away from my microphone. I'm like, I'm like this is great. I love it. Oh, God. <laughs> I look forward to editing. Anyway, how was your holiday season? How was your Christmas, friend? Oh, yeah, it was good. Um, just a quiet one. Um, and what's the nebula in this episode? Stay out of the nebula. nebula. <laughs> uh, the nebula is a dream within a dream. Within a dream. The nebula is inception before inception. Yeah, yeah. Take that, Christopher Nolan. Yeah, it, I, I, yeah, it really is. They had skiing in that. They did have skiing in that. But wow. They did. Oh, inter- interesting. I've seen that movie an embarrassing number of times because it came out summer 2010. And I was, was in a dark place. No, well, no, honest, I just was like, um, I just had nothing to do. I it was the summer before I moved here. I was subletting from a friend who was doing a summer internship abroad. And you I, were at um, Long Beach. I was in Long Beach. I didn't have the internet. I didn't have a TV. I, well, I had a TV. She had a TV, but it, it it yeah, it didn't work. Um, it didn't yeah. I had DVDs. Uh, I didn't have a job, and I um. Uh, one of my friends told all of my other friends that I'd moved away before I actually have. <laughs> oh no! Um, but that's that's another story. Uh, but yeah, so I I didn't see a lot of my friends, and then toward the end of the summer, someone was like, "Oh, I thought you, I thought that was your goodbye party. I thought you were moving away then." And I was like, "Nope, I'm <laughs> moving in September." Anyway, uh, oh. so I just like didn't have a lot to do, and I just kept going to the cinema. <laughs> And I ended up seeing Inception, I think, three times in the cinema. I'm going to cut this whole story out. Cause... No, I think it's important that we reflect on the dark periods of our lives. <laughs> I also just remember eating in and out a lot. So it wasn't that dark a period. <laughs> I think it's really important that we look back on our lives at the like the, the dark, boring periods. And we remember that, <laughs> hey, at least we could go outside, you know? <laughs> We can go outside now. <laughs> sure, sure, sure. Um, right. Uh, what what do you rate this episode? Um, I rate this episode honestly a great episode. I'm gonna go for seven and a half out of ten. Sleeping aliens. Oh, and they're sleeping, snoozing, tired. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna give this episode three point five out of five. Naked stress dreams. So it was a solid episode, but um, oh wait, we didn't have a discussion about like what's your what what's one of your scariest nightmares? <laughs> um, what's one of your scariest nightmares? 
Okay, I had one the other day that fully woke me up, and I'm like wading in a river for some reason, and then a badger swims underneath me and touches my legs, and I went, ah! <laughs> a badger? Do badgers even a swim? Badger? No, and they don't even swim like eels under the water. <laughs> wow, that's that's um that's odd. <laughs> Actually, no. My nightmares usually involve my front door not existing anymore. Oh, interesting. That's like that's like the one. And I truly, I woke up the other day. I was in the guest bedroom, sleeping in the guest bedroom on vacation for a week. <laughs> um, and I woke up in like the middle of the night and I was like, oh, my front door, I bet it's wide open. I bet it ceased to exist anymore. Oh, no. And I'm like, and I go and like check and I'm like, it's happened before. I'm sure. I'm sure this has happened before. And I'm like, oh, no, no. It's happened three times in, in my dreams. I've had, for the last, like, six six years that I've lived in this house, I've had three separate dreams where the front door doesn't exist anymore. Oh, wow. And it's, like, letting all the cold air in. <laughs> and, I, <laughs> and I started believing that that is an actual thing that has happened in my life. <laughs> oh, no. I'm... I'm really finding it difficult to um, tell the difference between what is real and what is my dreams. Just like in this episode, I need to search for the moon and tap the back of my hands. Yes, yes. (laughs) Sam, Sam, wake up. I'm awake, I'm awake. Um, How did you get in here? (laughs) Your front door doesn't exist anymore. There you go. No front door. I can come in anytime I want. No problems. (laughs) Anyway, um, should we call it? Is that an episode? Sure, yeah, let's let's call it an episode. Um, Happy New Year, Meredith. Thank you for spending another year with us. Against your wills, we Against assume. Your... <laughs> Thank you to those of you who are forcing other Merediths to listen to the podcast. We assume that yes. that's how many of you are here. <laughs> and thank you to all of you who are subscribed to the Patreon. <laughs> Yeah, we really want to thank our Patreon supporters. Oh, should we read out the list of Patreon supporters? Yeah, 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 let's do it. Oh, a special thanks to Geraldine McAllister. Oh, I thought we were just going to sit in silence for like a full 30 seconds. <laughs> I thought we were going to improv a bunch of names. Oh, okay. Um, uh, I hope there's no one named Geraldine McAllister. Is it one of the, is it one of the Home Alone kids? Sorry, I'm going to have to go to the door. Um, maybe it is one of the Home Alone kids. Oh, who cares? Anyway, Happy New Year, everyone. Happy Goodbye. New Year. End of episode. Bye. End of episode. Thanks to Geraldine Ferrara for this. <laughs> Goodbye. They say in space no one can hear you scream. The star bleeds one hell of a place. And now we've come to the end of our show. Did you survive or will you die in disgrace?